On this episode of Cheesesake Sports, Dan and I talk about Nick Foles and our expectations for the rest of the Eagles season, Philly's offseason moves, Sixers' gritty win, and as always, the get to know us. This is a Cheesesake Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesake Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. And we're, we're a little bit happier today. At least I am. I mean, um, definitely better than I was on Monday. Like Monday was a very, very bad day. Um, my terrible. state of mind is is a little bit better. Yeah, that's good. Definitely. I mean, that's that's good to hear. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that you know we kind of got over that. It was nice to get it out of the system, though. Yeah, you know, it, it was for much me. Needed. For me, at uh, least, yeah. like you, you kind of still sound like you got a little bit in your system. Yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it's a day by day process. You know, mm-hmm. it'll 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 happen. Like. People are texting me today, like, Nick Foles, Nick Foles can do it, blah, blah, blah. Like, you cried over Jordan Matthews. I was like, don't compare it to, <laughs> don't compare it to Jordan Matthews. Do not compare it. But I was like, it, it'll it'll come. Just give me give me my time. Still in, like, I'd say towards the end of the grieving process, honestly. I mean, that, I'm that, still, like, halfway between still, like, crying over Carson highlights, but at the same time watching Nick Foles, Foles highlights, um, as well as other Eagles players. But, Mostly yeah. Foles. Yeah, mostly Foles. I mean, and that, like that's our new quarterback. And um, the one thing that I'm kind of pissed that we didn't do a show earlier about, because Coward already said this What's that? today, is the fact that when Foles' last stint with, like, the Rams, like, when he was, like, a starting quarterback, Jeff Fisher was the coach. Yeah, and what... we, we see the record of Jeff, Jeff Fisher with quarterbacks. You look at Case Keenum. He's balling out in Minnesota right now. You look at Jared Goff. He's balling out in St. Louis right now. And you look at what Nick Foles did in Kansas City last year, which was very solid, and what he's done so far this year. You know, he he did bring us, you know, he had that quarterback winning drive, fourth quarter, fourth yeah, quarter comeback, that was, that's what I meant to say. That so. was extremely impressive. I mean, to come in the game cold, you haven't really played football all season long, meaningful football. Yeah, he comes yeah. in the game, makes a couple big passes. I mean, that third and eight pass to Aguilar was a beautiful pass. Great catch as well. Oh, be- beautiful um, catch. Because it's funny because Aguilar basically dropped that ball earlier in the first drive. That's why he got picked. Yeah. Because he dropped that. Because I, I rewatched it, and I yeah. was like, oh, wow. Like, he, he made up for it later when it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that I mean, for Foles to come in there, move the offense, got, got him three points, I think, his first time out there. And then we got a short field with the Chris Long fumble um, which yeah what amazing play by Chris Long changed the game and this is the thing this is the funny thing was um, Chris Long strip sacked it and Rodney McLeod picked it up and both of them were on the Rams three years ago oh wow so I mean that must have sucked yeah I I could just imagine something like that happened to us Um, but you know luckily we're on the other side of that and we're 11 and 2 we didn't really talk for you guys that know we didn't really talk about the game that much uh last week against the rams just because of the tragic news but you know carson had a great surgery he already posted on instagram yeah twitter everything like that yeah, and so speaking of that like so i'm i'm in work today i work at the phillies I'm walking out walking out of lunch and i look down the hallway i see a, a guy who same height as carson almost it looked like he's wearing jeans that carson will wear i know this because i met carson once before and it was like it's very similar jeans and he has the ao1 hat on and I looked to Drew, and I'm like, Drew. Like, Drew, friend of the show. Everyone, if you listen to our live podcast, he was on. Yeah, I'm like, is that dude, is that Carson? He's like, no way. I was like, I know, but it looks just like him. And then we just went in the elevator to go back down to our office. 
And then I go in to tell my boss, Phil, Phil Feather, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And I'm like, I'm 50, 55% sure I just saw Carson. I wasn't like that sure, but like, and then he ends up finding out it's Carson's brother, Zach Wentz. It looks very similar to him, and he was there because um, of our softball event, or not our, Carson's softball event that's going to be happening in the summer. But, yeah, uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, I mean, um, that's, that's was, pretty cool. Yeah, but Carson did have a successful surgery. Literally, right when I got down to the office, then more, Chris Mortensen, like, tweeted that Carson had surgery and stuff. Okay, yeah, it's funny. I was on Twitter. I saw Chris, and I saw the M, and I thought it said Chris Maragus. Uh, I'm like, why is he like? Is he trying to become a reporter now? Like, I was, I was very so confused. Yeah, but that's because I was at work. So I mean, that's that's what you get for checking Twitter at work. But you want to know how your franchise quarterback's doing, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, but also, real quick, just getting back to the the gritty the gritty win the Eagles oh. had. I'm sure you heard the post game uh, speech from Doug and then Malcolm. Uh, um, yeah, I did, but I heard it. On Monday, so if you could just, you know, refresh me, refresh everyone Yeah, I mean, else. it was just Malcolm. At first, Malcolm's just saying, like, this sucks. Losing Carson sucks. But then he's like, dig this. Like, we've been saying it all year. We all we got. We all we need. And he goes on to just, like, say, like, we're the guys in this locker room, that's the guys we're rolling with, and we're going to go get it. Like, the goal doesn't change. And the championship's the only thing in mind. It was really hype. I'm not going to try to impersonate <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins because no, I, I mean, would do him a disservice. Yeah, that, that it was like, like Brian Dawkins type. It was it's not. I mean, it's close, <laughs> as close as we can get to beat off. Um, but it was it was really hype. Again, if you haven't heard that, just go on the Eagles uh, YouTube social page media, or Twitter, yeah, Instagram, media, yeah. anything like that. And um, one thing, actually, a couple things. I have a couple things to say because you know we have some time to digest. I got to listen to some national people talk about it. A lot of national people, actually. And um, uh, I was going to, yeah, Chris Sims, Phil Sims' son. Mm. Ba- like, he's ba- basically, like, the dude right now in NFL analyst. Like, he's on the up and up. Like, they're trying to get him do different games. He started doing NBC Sunday Night Football for you guys that uh, don't know that. But basically, in 90, the same thing happened to his dad. His dad broke his foot. So they put in um I don't even I don't even know how to say the guy. I don't really care. It's the Giants. But basically they had a strong defense and a strong run game. And that's what we have right now with a serviceable backup. And they won the Super Bowl that year. So, you know, anything anything really is possible cuz you know, especially with this defense like like we we're talking the other night, I was just I think it was with Brendan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was with Brendan and I was like, dude, our defense on third and short we have it's like a thirty three percent success rate uh, that people get it on us. The second closest is fifty percent. Like it's it's literally insane what we're doing out there. And I mean the last couple of weeks have been sloppy. Yeah. With penalties, with missed tackles. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, I, I just feel like something like like they know like they're they're the backbone of this team now. It used to be Carson, yeah. and it used to be more like hand in hand. But now it's on the defense. Now we're a defensive football team. Nick Foles is going to have to go out there, manage. And uh, one other thing I want to say real quick was I was listening to someone on, um, I think it was like Tate Frazier or something from like The Ringer. And he was saying that uh, Philadelphia, like we're not going to be the same. Uh, All the players, like they, they seem so upset after the loss. I guess all he saw was the beginning of that clip of Malcolm Jenkins saying like this sucks. Because literally if you... Like we were talking about the other day, when you look at the social media, everyone was so hyped up on the NFC East. It's just annoying when national people 
try to, you know, like I understand they have to cover 32 different teams. Yeah. But it's annoying when they throw out a false narrative when you know better. Yeah. So. I, I just have two points um, to kind of respond to that. I mean, one, in a weird kind of way, usually it's like the local media is hyping up the Eagles and national media is usually down on it. It's just mm-hmm. usually how it is. But in this circumstance, the the more local radio, I mean, specifically – Missinelli, I don't know. Oh, oh, he's no, been no, really. He's just. He's done. Yeah, because um, he's he's a fraud. He's a freaking fraud. He said we're not going to the playoffs in the beginning of the year. He said, oh, maybe eight wins if we're lucky. If we're lucky, as soon as we get three, as soon as we have four wins, he said, oh yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. If we don't go to the Super Bowl, it's a bust. He's a fraud. He's a freaking fraud. It's ridiculous. Like it's it's annoying. He gets paid a mil- millions of dollars to be a fraud and just to get people to call his show. It's it's annoying. It's ridiculous. That's funny because he was saying literally. I listened to the open of his show today, and he was saying the opposite. He's like, I want to be as real and as genuine as I can. Oh, I'm going to do I, that. I'm going to do that every day, and I want to be real with you guys. I'm not here to to help with your feelings. Blah blah blah. Like this is how I feel. But anyway, so I feel like generally the the national media is kind of looking at this like, oh, they remember in 27 and two Nick Foles. It, I think he's like, I mean, that's what everyone No, he, well, I think he's 15 or 16 and 9 record with the Eagles. Um, and now, like like Paul brought up earlier, the whole Jeff Fisher thing, where you look at the NFC's top three teams right now, and they're led by quarterbacks <laughs> that were all Jeff Fishers that were no good in his system. As we mentioned, Nick Foles, Case Keenum, and Jared Goff. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to talk about how local media, I feel like, has been down. And it makes sense, like, we went through our grie- our grievance, and people are still going through it, and it sucks. Just the initial shock of it, I think, is what really struck everyone, and it's going to continue. Some people are not going to come back up from it, um, and some people will. Like, we're me, personally, I'm coming back. Paul, I think, is getting there. I'm if here. not, he's there. I'm here. He's here. I mean, Lil D tweeted out today. Yeah. All right, it's time. I believe in fools. Let's get it. Something like that. Yeah, it's something um, along those lines. But getting back more to the football part of it, the way Peterson coaches, so I'm thinking, like, all right, Obviously, with Foles, you got to change the game plan. And they've been coming out saying we're not going to change much, blah, 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 just kind of saying that. But I really, like, everyone wants us to run a bunch. I think we'll run a little bit more. But just, like, watching Peterson through this year and even last year, he's an aggressive coach. Third and eight, Foles comes in, he throws the ball then. Like, I still think he's going to throw the ball a good amount with Foles. I think he believes in Foles. um, And I just don't, don't be surprised. And... It it could, if they're losing games, obviously it's going to be bad. If he's if the run to pass ratio is still kind of what it was specifically this past Sunday, but I really think Peterson's still going to come out throwing the ball. I, th- I obviously have to change some things because Foles isn't Carson. He's not going to be able to skate pressure like Carson is. You're going to have to get him get him to get get the ball out of his can- ball out of his hands quicker than Carson was. Um, roll him out more too to give him extra time. Yeah, roll him out, but. Ultimately, I do think we're still going to throw the ball a good amount. Although, I want us to run, but Peterson's an aggressive coach. I think he trusts Nick, and he showed that right away when he came in on Sunday. He threw a lot more than I thought he would when he first came in. Even that first drive, he came out and threw a lot on that first drive. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really surprising. And, I mean, this is, like, some people – were you one of – did you say, like, oh – now, like, we're going to know what, like, Doug Peterson is, like, if he's really... I didn't say it, because okay. I think that's unfair. No, that's... that's ex- someone said it, someone I've said heard, it to I've me. Heard a mo- I've heard multiple people say that. Um, I think this is a huge challenge that Peterson can really um, solidify himself as a, yeah. a great head coach, and 
Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you if you win a Super Bowl oh, with yeah. all this happening to you. Yeah, losing your starting left tackle, yeah, starting like, middle linebacker, best special teamer, best utility back, yeah. MVP quarterback, like, yeah. yes. Like, I guess I'd have to say great. And there's a lot of great leaders and great uh, surrounding coaching staff, but still, you he's have the, to get Peterson he's the main a lot dog. of credit. Yeah. yeah. He's the main dog. Uh, the one thing I was saying is, like, like you said, it's not fair to judge him off of that. You know, I'm right. L- like anyone who's been listening to us all season, you know, I'm a critic of Doug Peterson. Yeah. So for the people that are, are just listening now, just to let you guys know, I'm a critic of Doug P. But you can't criticize him after losing what he's already lost this year. Um, one other thing I wanted to say was, uh, you know, it's. It's really great, like, like you mentioned, the surrounding staff with like, you know, Frank Reich, yeah, right there, there. John D. Filippio. Oh, why can't can you say it for me? D. Filippio. Oh, okay, it just sounded weird rolling off yeah. my tongue, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just you know, it's it's Nick Foles' time, and this is on uh, Monday's podcast. I told you like Rod asked me a question to get me you know positive about the whole thing. Yeah. So for anyone who's still negative. You know, just get ready. You get ready to pause the podcast and ponder on this question that I'm about to hit you all with. All right. So you have two options. Either you can start this whole entire season over with Wentz as your quarterback, 0-0 record. Or your Nick Foles as your quarterback and you secure the basically the NFC coming through Philly. Because if th- there's no reason for us to lose yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. I honestly think that's a question we should put out on on a poll because I think it would be really close. I don't, I don't think it's close at all. Really? I think it would be close. What, what, what do you think? Dan! Dan! I mean, gonna... yeah, I know, like, it's it's extremely tough to do what they've done. And I, yeah, I don't, if they if you had to do it all over again, for them to be sitting at what they're at now, I don't know if you could say that. Exactly. But... I still believe, I mean, with Carson Wentz, you're winning seven, eight games at this point, and you're going to have your have yourself in the playoffs with Carson Wentz. So I'm, I'm really torn between that question. Um, however, just talking about Nick Foles, I mean, think back to when he was in the playoffs. It was the last time we were in the playoffs. We were at we were at the playoff game. Yeah, I mean, sure. And you were there. Foles left the field with the lead. But he's a, like, he's a, he's a what, four years older now? I know he hasn't really played meaningful football really since then. I mean, he played the year after, got hurt that year. Um, yeah. But he was a young pup then. He didn't really know what he was doing. Like, he was, I think he was, he was the second or third year um, for it was, a, it was his second year. Yeah, it was his second year. And he just seems like he has a lot more confidence. Yeah, I mean. I like, mean just, like, just listening to him talk. I listened to his press conference after the game. And then uh, yesterday, I think, or two days ago, whenever it was. But... I'm I'm excited to see what he's gonna do, um, and see how this team I believe is gonna rally around him. And I believe they they should win these next two games, and then most likely at that point, hopefully, wrap up the one seed, and teams will have to come through Philly. And right now in the NFC, it really is anyone's game from one to six. Whoever that six, five and six is, um, whoever gets in, there's like a lot of teams to me right now. There's nobody that stands head and head and shoulders above the rest. With with Foles now as our quarterback, yeah, it's, it's um, and I I think I, I don't know if I talked about this on our last episode, but I heard if if Philly had if we had a 
the bye and we had home field throughout. Any team that came into Philly would be we, a dome or no, we would we would be a favorite in every game, even with Nick Foles as our quarterback. Except Minnesota would be a pick'em. Okay. Every other every other team would still be a favorite. Well, the thing is, I'm literally not scared of anyone besides Aaron Rodgers. But even then, you know, he's they still got to win out and have a couple th- like they have, they have to win out and then also they have to win another game to even get close to coming here. And also his defense is so bad. And his offensive line's so bad. Well, you know and he's so bad. I know he's a bad bad yeah. man. But that that's that's the only person game. I'm scared of. That like literally I wouldn't any other see team. them or Seattle. I'll take Seattle. We beat Seattle. We just had like we outplayed Seattle. We didn't beat I know, them. But that we was... beat ourselves for some reason. We flew out. I, I didn't realize that we flew out the night before the game, not the day, not on Friday. We flew out Saturday night, which is kind of like that's. I, I don't understand why they did that, but they did. So that kind of throws something, and the penalties were awful. And now they're going to come to Philadelphia. They're not going to have their 12th man. Like, honestly, anyone coming to Philadelphia besides Aaron Rodgers in the NFC, I, I think, you know, the like I do want to still see how Nick Foles is playing these next three yeah. weeks. Don't get me wrong. But from what I've seen from so far this year and what I remember from the 27-2, and two, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel pretty – you know, pretty good about yeah. everything. Like Every that. time he's coming and throwing the ball, even in the Denver game when he threw that one pass Nelson. that we were there, yeah, that it was a good crazy. ball. So definitely it'll be intriguing to see what he does, what this team does over the next three weeks. Um, we're excited for it. I actually I heard this on the radio. A caller said this, but now they should be calling him Nicky Six Games. Instead, wow. as long as we need six games, Nick. Six games. You get us the Super Bowl, you're going to get yourself big, big money somewhere, if, that, if that's the case. Well, he's still under contract for a year. Okay. Well, yeah, but he can he can put himself back out there. Um, well, you know he was uh, trying to retire. Yeah, I did he hear was, that. He was mulling retirement before. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I think he, like, the one, the one, uh, I think he was talking to Ruben Frank, yeah. He was, like, talking about the retirement and everything, he's like, like, Philadelphia is like a great place to be. Like moving yeah, around too much, loves it. you know, isn't isn't that ideal. So for him to be here, um, I think you know, he like he said, he likes it a lot. He's gonna be excited to come out on the link on Christmas, which is exciting. Um, I mean, basically, probably be a lot of Eagles fans too this Sunday. Oh yeah, just going right up by ninety five. Yeah, in uh, Jersey. So let's let's get into it. Game predictions for this Sunday against the Giants. Two and eleven New York Giants. Crazy to think about with them. Um, employed a team. I do think the Eagles go in there and get a win. Um, Eagles win twenty four to thirteen. Um, Nick Foles manages the game, does his job. Eagles win. Game ball will go to Fletcher Cox. Dang, dude, why are you taking my game ball like that? Flet Fletch has a big day. Yeah, I um, my score is actually pretty similar. I got twenty seven. To ten, and Fletcher Cox getting the game ball as well. Um, Fletch Daddy, he's just gonna eat up. Like, he's he's just so meaningful to this team too. Like, he, actually, today's his birthday. Happy birthday, to yeah. Fletch! I didn't know I shared a, a close birthday with such a legend. I'm yeah. surprised he's thirty though. I thought he was a little bit younger. Is he thirty? Yeah, he just turned thirty. But um, yeah. So I I mean that's that's really exciting. Um, you know, we're going to see what Nick Foles has this weekend. And, um, you know, Dan and I both are very optimistic about that. 
And also, Sidney Jones practiced today. Yes. I don't know what, as far as game-wise, what that's yeah. going to look like. Yeah, I don't I, I but, don't know at all. But, hey. I mean, that's nice. That's just another added piece to a, a really good yeah, defense right I now. I just don't know what you're doing. And also, we signed Brian Brayman back. Yes. Special yeah, teamer did. extraordinaire. Yeah. So, I don't know exactly what the active roster is going to look like. Yeah, that's I'm true. very intrigued, actually, to see how what what they're going to do. Um. Because I, I don't think Sidney Jones – oh, has he been active these past weeks? Or is he not even on the like, – I, I don't know sure. how everything like that works. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he has. Um, but anyway, I, I'm, I'm hyped up again. You know, I, I was in that little lull, and I'm back. That's, well, that's all I have to say. I'm glad, I'm glad you are, and I hope I can, I can be there. I'm, I'm just – Excited to watch an Eagles game. I I just need Sunday to get here. I'll feel better on on Sunday. I think. Yeah, it's one o'clock. Yeah. Oh. Um, getting into our games of the week, Wizwick games. There's a lot of good games this week. We actually have the Saturday night game start. Well, there's actually two Saturday games. Yeah, there's but I'm not gonna watch them. In an eight o'clock. I mean, I'll have it on here. Yeah, I know. Well, I was gonna. I might just like put on something else. Why? <laughs> it's the Bears and the Lions. Yeah, dude. but I'll still have it on. Nah, that's dude. actually my there's upset. Probably, there's probably a baseball game on. Yeah, that's true. That's your upside of the game. But yeah, I do have Chicago over Detroit. Um, yeah, there wasn't many, many of the other games honestly that st- st- stood out to me. I just just stuttered. But um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bears in that one. Mitch getting the job done. My whiz wit is Green Bay, Carolina, and Aaron Rodgers comes back and gets a W. And I hope he doesn't, because I want him bounced. But I, he's Aaron Rodgers. And wow. I really see them winning out. And as far as tiebreakers go, I'm not sure. But if they went out and get in, everyone should be afraid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Rogers is crazy. But uh, my Wizwick game of the week is actually the other Saturday night game, which is the Chargers versus the Chiefs. And, I mean, I think the Chargers are going to win that. And just because, like, they're on the roll. Chiefs had just bounced back a little bit. But, you know, the Raiders aren't really that good of a team. Um, Derek Carr really hasn't been himself this whole entire – or maybe he has been himself, you don't really know. Yeah. And then um, my upset of the week is going to be coming on Monday night with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers upsetting the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. Yeah, you know, I just um, I just got a little feeling. That's all. I couldn't tell you. I got, yeah, no, I just I feel got one of those feelings. Um, one thing that I um, wanted to mention mm-hmm. was this is this is actually Phillies related. Um, there's some reports coming out that we did make a trade offer for uh, Manny Machado. Wow, third baseman. Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't really know what's included. Just uh, yeah, couple. I've heard I've heard the Phillies around Machado. I've heard them around a lot of uh, a lot of guys. I mean, we haven't mentioned they did bring in. They brought back Pat Neshek, who was the only All Star last year on the team. Come on, um, and Tommy Hunter, another good reliever. So definitely a struggle last year watching the Phillies was their bullpen, and not like the quote unquote sexy uh, free agent acquisitions, but definitely needed to um, strengthen that bullpen. And now I've heard them in talks with possibly Arietta, possibly Granky, and now Machado. 
told you the Phils are making moves, and it, it's exciting as this young team continues to grow. And I'm excited to see what else they're going to do, honestly. If they could get Machado, that, that, would, that would put a lot of people in the seats for sure. Make my job a little bit easier. <laughs> but, um, yeah, excited about that. Also, Sixers got a big win. Um, Gritty. Tuesday night against the Timberwolves. Gritty. A good team. As bad as they played, did you watch the, that second half at all? I when watched. You got back. I didn't get back until a little bit later, so I got back. Fourth with, quarter? Yeah, time. seven minutes of fourth quarter. I forget when there was, but there's a stretch of just bad basketball. I can't. They, there I was watched like that. Five straight turnovers or six straight turnovers. I for the turned Sixers. it on right after that. And it was it was bad, and it looked like there was no <clears> chance they were going to win the game with the way they were playing. Simmons was kind of out of it. Um, as far as scoring, he still was making things happen, but he just wasn't really attacking the basket. Um, but that fourth quarter, Embiid turned it on. Dario played big. Oh, man. And Simmons started to make things happen. So it's a huge win. He didn't have beat. his first points until, what was it, yeah. two minutes left in the, like, 2.30 left? Yep. and then he had, like, five or seven or something in overtime. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, that backdoor cut was nice. Yeah. That was like, and great vision by Embiid, too. Yep. Like, yep. literally, it's, like, like we talk about it all the time. Embiid... You know, he's just that that dude. One thing that I was talking to Dan about before on air, though, was um, for anyone that subscribes to the JJ uh, Reddick podcast, he actually interviewed Carl Anthony Towns. You weren't feeling that. And I, I'm not feeling it at all. I, I don't think you should be buddy-buddy with these players before. But you know JJ, like... Like, yeah, he's still firing. He still has it. But, like, still, I don't want to... Like, I'd rather it be, like, during, like, the All-Star break or, like, yeah. after the game. But like, I don't, I, I just, I he knows just, they're not gonna want to come on after the game though. That's after true. he gets that dub, that's true. It just feels weird to me. But yeah. I mean, it, that is a good podcast. But you know, the Sixers are, you know, they they lost those couple games last week yeah, that they should have won. So hopefully they're, you know, kind of back to what they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they got a big game. Hopefully on, uh, they can bounce back Friday night. Also Friday, they're having the ESPN's doing this for the first time. This all access thing. Have you heard about it? Uh, yeah. So that'll be that'll be cool to watch. They're kind of like going behind the scenes of the Sixers facilities, doing like interviews. It. I don't like it. Why? Because they're frauds. Who? ESPN. Oh yeah, I mean, like they're a hundred percent frauds. Like they they've been calling it. They were like calling us out for tanking. Like oh, like Sixers are never gonna be good. Embiid's a bust. Oh, yeah, so all this stuff. I'm 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 excited. To oh see no, yeah, it's gonna Sixers be nice. Fans. Yeah, it's gonna be nice to see all the videos and all the behind the. You know, yeah, all that stuff, but like at the same time, like ESPN, they're frauds. Stephen A. too, he's been hating on the process, still is, but, but um, but we're winning. So look at what the what the Timberwolves are doing. Yeah, they're not winning. No, I mean they're they're, they're pretty good. They're not. They're not winning. They're not better than us. I really don't think they are. No, I mean, they're not. We didn't even have Roko last night. Yeah, and to play as bad as we did and still win that game, and they were 16 and, 16 and eleven going into last night, I think. Yeah, they, but they did have a terrible shooting night from three. Yeah. Until Butler started heating up. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Roko was, you know, would have right. helped both ways. Yeah. So that's um, big. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about the Sixers. You didn't want to bring up the Flyers at all? No, nah, like the Flyers suck, dude. They, I mean, they've been winning some games, right? No, yeah. I I figured, like, it's better for us to just not talk about them because when we, when we say they suck, they start winning. So. All right. Flyers suck. That, that's our new thing, just saying Flyers suck. Um, one thing I wanted to also add onto the show a little bit, I didn't tell Dane this is a little curveball for the Bull. What's that? Um, you know, a little segment, you know, we'll throw it in, you know, every now and then. It's called um, um, 
Amali, like you know how our friend Josh, Josh yeah. Molly, he um, you know he just does stupid things or like bad things happen. <laughs> like he's just like ridiculous. Something ridiculous happens. <laughs> okay. Um. So, like it. Like this would be the the one Molly that I got mm. is uh our friend Jared winning a raffle at his cr- <laughs> office Christmas party, but the raffle was for free Panera bread for a year and then it turns out to be a loaf of bread once, once a month. month so yeah that, that's just basically like a mom <laughs> like that that's what a molly is to All me right, yeah, so that that's gonna be our first one you know if you guys have you know mollies in your life send them in you know like i'll love to read them um but yeah, that, that was the one I had. Was there anything else you had to say before I got to get no, to know no. us? I mean, I was just thinking maybe you could put out like on Twitter like the definition of a Molly, and then ask right. the people to send in the videos. All right, it's gonna be hard to describe. Right. Like, I tried to describe it right then, and I, I still don't think I described it. Well, well, we can work on it. We can work on yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta you know work on the wording. But yeah. um, so you know they get to know us yeah, right now. It's been a while since uh, we didn't do one last last episode due yeah. to the circumstances. Yeah, that so we were under. it was rough. But uh, yeah, hit me with it. Um, I wanted to know, like, well, I wanted the people to know what, like, what your favorite ornament is on your Christmas tree. Because like everyone has their Christmas ornaments, you know. I I have a lot. I actually, um, you know, I have like a. Star Wars one, Spider Man one, Flyers one, Phillies one, Eagles one, Sixers one, um, like a random sleigh, like a snowman, you know, just like random stuff like that. My favorite Christmas ornament that I have is this this um ball. It's a it's an Eagles one, but it's just like looks real cool. Just got it last year, you know. Hmm. I like it a lot. So I mean I I personally I like a lot of the um like ones when I was a little kid, like the handmaids, handmade ones I made in like school. Um, I also have an Eagles one, of course I like that. But there's this one, it's like a football, um, and it has like my name and like the year, whatever year it was. I think it was like '99. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my favorite one. I I didn't decorate the tree this year, kind of like past that phase. Damn. What it's been a I don't really I don't I haven't really done it recently in like the last couple of years. Grinch so. alert. Grinch alert. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, didn't decorate. I haven't decorated my train forever. Yeah, my mom was pretty upset, but... Making um, her heart. Yeah, so I would say that's my favorite. One I use, what I was going to say when I used to decorate it, I would always like to put those ones up. Gotcha. But, yeah, I'm getting a little... I mean, I still love Christmas, don't get me this wrong. This doesn't but sound like he loves Christmas. You watch any Christmas movies? I did actually uh. Saturday while I was finishing some of my last homework. I watched um, Home Alone. Classic. Uh, Okay. I gotta watch Home Alone too next. I um, feel you. Also, like my man Elmer said Christmas isn't official until Marvin gets hit with bricks. <laughs> Shout out to Elmer. That's on great. Facebook, yeah. That's great. Um, one other thing before we close up, I just wanted to get like a round of applause for Dan for uh, you know he's got graduation on Saturday. Yeah, almost there. Graduating. Well, I mean, you finished. Yeah, I'm done everything. I got all my grades back. So I'm done. He's, he's walking on Saturday. You know, proud of this dude. Like he really did it. He's around here, grinding through, yeah. you know, doing a podcast while doing it, coaching while doing it, working while doing it. So I just want to give my props to my boy Thanks. Dan. Appreciate it, Steak. Means a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, just hit us up if you have any other questions. If you want to give us your score predictions, please feel do. Free, yeah, go yeah, ahead. feel free. 
answer our polls on Twitter. Also, too, real quick, want to give a shout-out to my man Hunter. Um, Avilus, he loves the show. Appreciate you, Hunter. Go Birds. We'll, we'll get through it together. All right? We'll get through it. Anything else you want to end with there, Paulie? No, I think that I think that was perfect. Just you're you're stepping our way through, as Joel Embiid says. But yes. everyone have a great, great. Wait, day. actually, no, I do have one thing to say. Um, Joel Embiid's twenty times better than Carl Anthony Towns. Facts. <laughs> all right, that's all I had to say. <laughs> Trust the process. Go birds.